0: as many coffee tables as possible.
1: You
0: this is Shooting Spice the Shit Show, episode 14. Entitled, Eric and Connor have to go to class in 30 minutes. 30 minutes. So, 14 episodes. Yeah, I am think I think we're ready to call it. I think well, we did what we needed to do. Yeah, we came, we saw, we did 14 episodes. Now we're just done now with it. Now we're tired. Nah, just kidding. Why would we call it at 14? That wouldn't make any sense. <laughs> that wouldn't make any sense at all. Yeah. Um, so yeah, 14 episodes. We've been doing this for like three months and we we're only 14 episodes in <laughs> three. Wait, that's not terrible. That's not bad. I mean, three like, months. It's like more if like we were to do it, it's probably, but yeah, it had to be because three months, 14 episodes would be more than three months. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we've definitely not done it consistently for three months. No, we have not. So we've been doing this for a while. Not super consistent with it, but hey, second week in a row that we're doing it. And that's something. That's something. Usually we go a week and then we're just like, oh shit, we can't podcast this week. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well. Um. So what's new with you, seabear? Uh, I'm trying to figure out what's what's the best place for this mic i yeah. think i got it right here. it's kind of just chilling is that usually used for your drum pedal sure uh well not for a drum pedal but for a bass drum yes that's what i meant okay then yes i don't think i got a super tiny mic stand right now yeah it's pretty funny actually it's just chilling on the <laughs> coffee table <laughs> yeah um did you have anything you wanted to talk about um well there's lots of things to talk about connor yeah yeah In the grand scheme of it all. We did promise to talk about Punchline last week. Punchline, yeah, we can definitely talk about that. Yes. Let's save that for a little while. Yes, of course. Um, Main thing on my mind, I guess, is we went to that Taking Back Sunday show a couple days ago. And that was pretty fucking awesome. It was. So we saw um, Taking Back Sunday and Billings. Um, We were supposed to see three bands, but... Let me just describe this day for you a little bit. It's it's been a pretty fucking hectic weekend. On sun, on Saturday, I had to we had that show we had a show in Butte. Charire. We did. Gobcon. It was Gobcon. pretty fun. It was pretty it was fun. fun. Different show, but yeah, fun all all the same. Mm-hmm. Um, so we were in Butte for a good chunk of that day, and then I had to rush back over to Bozeman to go to work, and then I worked all day, and then came home. So that was cool. And then Sunday, I worked eight to five and literally left Bozeman as soon as I got off work uh, to drive to Billings. That's true. I picked you up. You did. You my red convertible. Yeah. Wind blowing in our hair. Yeah. You you pulled up in front of Walmart. You were just like, get out of my dreams and into my car. (laughs) I'm like, I'm way ahead of you. And I was already in the car when I said that. And then we just like cruised to Billings, arm around my baby. (laughs) <laughs> yes yeah, so drove to billings um got there at like seven in the or we got like seven thirty, 30 and the doors were supposed to open at seven um show is starting at eight and we get there uh seven o'clock 7 30 and we get in line and the line is fucking huge line is just gigantic because they have will call and buying a ticket yeah is the same line and we of course bought tickets like two days before the show So we didn't even get a chance to get them mailed to us. It's true. So we missed the opening band, which was... Frankie Aero and The Celebration. Yeah. Not totally upset about that. Yeah. I would have been fine to hear them. Yeah, whatever. I was expecting to see The Used before Taking Back Sunday. I was expecting them to open for them for some reason. Um, But that's not how it went down. We got into the building and... Finally got into the building. Yeah, about five minutes later. Fucking Take Back Sunday starts. Yeah. It's yeah. pretty awesome. I think it's funny we get into the building and we get into line because we're thinking there's a line oh, in yeah, the yeah. auditorium, and so I'm like, we're just standing in line. And I'm like, all right, I'll buy you, I'll buy a shirt while I'm in line. So I bought a shirt, and then I like decide to ask the dude in front of me why what this line is for. So I'm like, dude, what's this line for? And he's like, booze. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> we don't need booze. Um, so we go inside and we this isn't like most concerts that i've been to where i usually try to get really close and we were just too late to try to get yeah yeah there's already just a sea of people in front of us so we were just like you know what let's just kick it back here and watch the show so we did we kicked it and we watched the show um it was really fucking good yeah it was they were super good yeah they're super tight um they played a lot of songs that I wanted to hear. A lot of cute without... or not. They played Q without the E, but they played a lot off of uh, Tell All Your Friends. They did. Like two or three or four songs. Yeah. Which is good. The songs I wanted to hear, I heard Timberwolves. Oh my God, that was, that was fucking awesome. All then, the songs they played off of Tell All Your Friends were really good. Yeah. Um, I think they did You Know How I Do, Timberwolves, and Cute without the E. I think those are the only three. I think so, too. Um... And then they did like two or three off of Louder Now, um, and those songs were really good too. Dude, they did some fucking "Where You Want to Be" songs that were amazing. Yeah, they did. Uh, they did "Decade Under the Influence" and what was the other one? Number Five with a Bullet. Yeah, yeah. Um, really fucking good show. But uh, yeah, it was during I think Error Operator where it has that really fucking awesome breakdown. Um, with guitar. Yeah. I was like watching that. I was just like, are you fucking kidding me right now? <laughs> yeah. How are they getting this fucking sound? Cause yeah, sound it sounded was, perfect. Yeah, sound was perfect. The lights were crazy. Yeah, whoever was running the light board had his shit down because he was just like fucking taking snapshots with those lights. Yeah. Like, I don't know. That's like a whole other art in itself is, is creating a light plot for a, like a show like that because it was pretty fucking cool. I don't remember what song it was, but there was one song where they. The drummer kept doing these fills. I can't remember what song it was either, but it was it's, so fucking it's bugging good. Bugging me, yeah. But it was it was one of the songs that I think didn't we think it was a newer song? Yeah, I think it's off Happinesses. Yeah, because we haven't we're not as, as familiar with that album. And my god, though, it was fucking crazy. Yeah, I think they opened with uh, a song from Happinesses. I think it was Stood a Chance. I think they opened with that one. Yeah, um, they only played one song off of uh, their self titled which all the way I think. No, that was off their new one. They played um, Faith. Faith. Faith, yeah. Um played a lot of good good fucking songs though. It was a sick fucking set. Um and those guys are ridiculously good. Yeah. John Nolan's the coolest person in the and world. And then after and we're then, just like we decided we like we can either stay and watch the U's finish out this show or and end up at home at like 2 in the morning. And hate our lives tomorrow when we have to go to school in the morning. Mm-hmm. Or we can just leave and get home at like midnight. Get some food. Yeah. So we decided to leave. We missed The Used, but I'm not terribly upset about it. No. I didn't really care to see The Used. Oh, I would have really been there pretty much to hear Pretty Handsome Awkward yeah. and All That I've Got. Yeah, those are the two songs I probably would have cared about. Otherwise, I don't really know The Used that well. So I would have just been standing back there with my hands on my hips, just nodding my head like, yeah, yeah it's a good old fashioned rock show. <laughs> but decided to get some subway and reflect on on the Taking Back Sunday show. As we're walking out, we're walking down the street back to Connor's car and Taking Back Sunday had just gotten off maybe two or three minutes before that. We yeah, like we really got like, the fuck out of we the got building. out of there uh, and we're walking back and we see two big charter buses and we just like made a joke like oh i wonder who those are yeah that stupid joke yeah and i look over and fucking adam lazar is standing there smoking a cigarette looks like he's talking on the phone and i just stop and like i would i would consider this this like brief moment where i recognized him as akin to seeing like a mythical creature (laughs) because i'm walking and i'm like oh that's probably their tour buses and then i see him and i recognize him from stage from the stage and I'm like, Connor, Connor. And then you see him and you just like, we have to, don't we? <laughs> and I'm just like, I think so. It was man. a struggle. Yeah. I really didn't want to bother him because he just gotten off stage. It looked like he was talking yeah, on the I'm phone. still worried that we did bother him. I'm, You know, we probably did. Probably did. I feel badly I, about it. I'm okay but. with it. I'm okay with it because you don't get to meet the lead singer taking back Sunday every That's day. true. So we make the decision to just go for it. We walk up to him. I think you said something like, yo, we can leave if you want us to, (laughs) but we just wanted to say that was a good show. And so he was like, he was kind of like standoffish at first. Like he was like, hold on. I'm just texting with my old lady. And so we were just like standing there awkwardly for about a minute. Yeah. I was like, wait, how long do we wait before we just leave? And I was just debating in my mind, like, you know, it's cool. We don't have to talk to him. Let's just go. And then like, right as I'm about to make the decision to leave, he's just like, looks up and he's like, what's up guys. And so we, we talked to him for a little bit. We got a couple pictures with him and we went on our way. It's true. He liked my shirt. He liked his shirt. Um, you, that's what it was. I was trying to figure out what you were talking about the get up kids for oh yeah yeah yeah. because i was wearing my give a fuck shirt which is a picture of a hand holding two people who are just fucking like cartoon people like it looks crudely drawn it's hilarious Mm -hmm. and then it just says give a fuck underneath and it was drawn by um the dude who designed the something to write home something to write home about cover by the get up kids so that's what i was talking about that for yeah and then he's like oh i love the get up kids And that was that. And that was our, that was the story of how Connor and I met Adam Lazara. Yeah. And now we're best friends. (laughs) Yeah. We text him all the time. Mm -hmm. We're going to go on tour with him next, next year. Just you and me. Just me and Connor. Mm -hmm. We're not going to play anything. We're just going to hang out. Yeah. In the tour bus. Yeah. Don't even have to work. Help them find weed. Yeah. Pretty much. It's like our whole job. Help them find drugs. Yeah. I got a heroin guy. I got a guy for everything you need. We, guy. Okay. Like a different guy for each thing? Yeah. Who's what's can you give me like first names? Um I can give you fake first names. Okay, sure. Yeah, just to protect their identities. Yeah. Uh my H guy is Edwin. Edwin. Yep. What a dignified dealer. Yeah. Yeah, he's really fucking lazy. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Every time I see him he's always just like really <laughs> tired and like just seems like he has no energy. Huh. Uh, my meth guy is the opposite though. Like super jazzed. Yeah. Just fucking jacked all the time. Yeah. His name is James John. James John. Yeah. He's also a sandwich connoisseur. That is freaky. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Right. Freaky fast subs is what he's, that's what he says. Mm -hmm. Um, freaky fast methed out subs. Yeah. My PCP guy is Peter. (laughs) Peter C. Peter. (laughs) Yes. peter c pompey he okay. was named after the volcano that's interesting yeah i know right vesuvius was the volcano pompey was the town continue that's what i meant um i was actually getting to that my <coughs> my narcotics like uh just general illegal drugs, drugs like my uh my uh, my uh prescription like yeah, yeah prescription your guy. farm guy yeah your farmer his name is vesuvius i don't believe you His name is Vesuvius. I call him Vezi Um, that's... You don't fucking call him Vezi I do. Don't lie to the people! You're right, it's Vesuvi. But, I only... That's his pretentious nickname. He only wants me to call him Vesuvi whenever we're around, like, people that he's trying to impress and stuff. Him, him, he's, like, really cool. He's got a lot of connections. Can you just call me Vesuvi for tonight? Yeah, my full name is Vesuvius. Vesuvius? But my first name is Vesu. My, uh... <clears throat> my middle name is uvi my last name is us Vesu-u-uvius. Vesu-u-uvius. So, so phil collins is your farm guy yep that's that's pretty much it <laughs> okay um but yeah really cool show really fun had a lot of fun there and then hated my life the next day anyway because i was really tired i wasn't that tired actually i was tired I woke all up at like 6 30 yeah i woke up at like eight and i was still really tired because i didn't go to sleep until like one or one or two but yeah it was the first show that i've gone to where i've like literally just gone to a show to see one band and then just left yeah yeah it was a weird way to see a show but it was pretty cool it was yeah um but yeah i'm running out of bands to see now though i know there's only a few more yeah i've seen like pretty much all the bands i care about i need to see bayside still i need to see punchline punchline would be a really good one um that'd be hard though it would It'd be real hard It would. um i mean we could if we went to the east coast at some point when they're doing stuff but seeing saves the day we're seeing saves the day in december so that's going to be knocked out yeah let's talk about that concert. have we talked about that yet i don't think so it's okay. going to be really cool it's going to be dumb it's going to be so dumb it's but gonna be cool um, yeah, like the good dumb. It's gonna be say anything. Doing is a real boy in its entirety. Saves the day. Doing through being cool in its entirety, and Reggie in the full effect. Doing under the tray in its entirety, which yeah. is a fucking incredible. It's gonna be set of records. Crazy. Gonna be crazy. I'm excited for is a real boy in general, mm-hmm. just because that's probably one of my favorite say anything albums. It's not my favorite, but it's definitely a close second yeah um and it's it's like it's not my favorite but it's a pivotal album for me Mm -hmm. because that's the album that got me into them definitely yeah like i i heard them first with because i i think the first say anything song just about anybody hears is probably alive with glory love i disagree i think people who like music probably hear that song first and then anyone else who has heard of say anything heard wow i can get sexual too that's true. That's a good point, but from the same record, essentially. Mm-mm. Um, just from my like, the first song I heard was "Alive with the Glory Love" on Scrubs. Yeah, that's the first time I heard it say anything. Really? Yeah. Okay, that was a couple years after then too. After the album mm-hmm. came out. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I didn't hear about him when they when the album first came out. I heard about him as soon as it was. I think it was season six ending. The ending of season six of Scrubs. Yeah. It was like that one scene. And I'm like, oh, it's a good fucking song. And then I heard that song again when I was in high school. Somebody was playing it in one of Hesford's class, classes. I feel pretty confident that it was me. I don't think it was. I think it was a different person. It was in film class my junior year. It wasn't me. Yeah, I'm pretty I'm sure. Pretty I don't know who it was, but it was playing. It was either Gordy or somebody else. Hmm. But it was playing, and I looked it up. And, um, I started like that, that put me on to 'cause cause self self-titled had just come out around that time. So I heard do better and like all those songs. Um, but the first one I, I didn't really get into them until college. Yeah. Until my freshman year. So like, that's when I like heard is a real boy for pretty much all the way through. And I was like, fucking this, this shit's my shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, just cuz every song is so fucking good and it's really ridiculous it's how just a good every song yeah like my like and each song kind of grows on you too like i think my favorite on that album is probably admit it but there's a like it's hard to say it changes just cuz they're all so good yeah mine Yellow is, yeah slash red cat. Yeah. For so long. That's definitely my second favorite for sure. I love that song too. But Admit it's just got it's such a different It's type got of song. yeah, it's got such balls. Yeah. And it's it's just different. Um, so that album is gonna be fucking awesome to see live. Mm-hmm. I haven't heard a lot of Through Being Cool. I haven't like heard a ton of it. Yeah. I've heard the album of through like two or three times, but when I listen to Saves the Day, I tend to go for some of their later stuff. Yeah. When they got more say anythingy, Yeah. Pretty much like under the boards is my shit. Yeah. Um, Sound. The alarm is pretty good. And daybreak is really good too. I really like daybreak. Daybreak. Super good. Yeah. Um, and their new album is really good too. I haven't mm-hmm. heard too much of it, but from what I've heard of it, it's really good. Yeah. Through being cool is a little bit more just like straight ahead pop punk, but it's, it's like the pinnacle of like really good pop punk. Yeah. I, I, just like my mind compares it to um brand new's first record yeah in like the sense that they changed their style totally a bit from the first record yeah chris Connolly's a weird dude changes his style like pretty completely from record directly yeah it is it's definitely true it's really weird but i used to hate his voice I used to fucking hate. Yeah. I voice. hear that from pretty much anyone that, that I talked about the band with. Yeah. Like, cause I first heard it on a, uh, like a bunch of say anything songs. Mm-hmm. I hear it occasionally. In that, and then I'm just like, that's not Max Bemis. And I don't quite like it. Yeah. But then you hear those songs enough and you it grows on you. And then you start listening to Saves the Day, and you hear Saves the Day so much that it's just like, you don't even notice that the voice... His voice is just kind of weird. Yeah. It's like high-pitched, but it's... Like really in the nose. Yeah, it's very nasally, and yeah. Um, But it doesn't even bother me anymore. I fucking love that band now. So Mm -hmm. I'm going to listen to that album quite a bit from now until December. You want to hear the first time I heard Saves the Day? Yes. Because this is like a weird way to hear a band. Yes. I was... My brother and I used to be like huge into compilations, and there was this dude, this like, this kind like mashup producer basically, who made a, a compilation of his mashups. And there was one he did with a, a funeral for a friend song, um, and a saves the day song. It was called "At Your Funeral for a Friend." It was "At, at Your fun- Funeral" was the saves the day song, and so I, they just used the chorus from that. And it was it's a good chorus. Yeah, yeah, very cool. Legion of Doom. <laughs> legion of doom also named my first bedroom acoustic band really yeah i think it, no it was in like a get up kids mashup they said something about another accident oh yeah hmm. um and reggie and the full effects i heard that that album that they're playing i haven't heard a lot of them but i've heard that album under the tray yeah and it's, it's gonna be pretty cool hilarious <laughs> yeah it's, it's really funny one fun. He's Um, uh, weird, dude. (laughs) Yeah, and that's the keyboard player from the Get Up Kids, right? It is, and the drummer from Coalesce. Right, right, right. Isn't he the guy that does a lot of episodes with Matt Pryor on his podcast? Yeah, he did. He's, like, he hasn't been on in a really long time, but he used to do a thing when he started that podcast called Tuesdays with Reggie. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Now I remember. Yeah. So, yeah, that's going to be a fucking awesome show, Um, and we're excited for that. Um, we've got not a lot of time before we have to leave. It's, it's true. It's a short episode this week. It's a short one. Maybe. No, not maybe that. Yeah. I mean, we could try to finish it out later, but I just, you know, I got so much going on in in my life these days. Yeah. Um, we should maybe at least touch on wrestling. Yeah. Um, night of champions. Let's talk about that real quick. We made our predictions last week. Um, I don't, don't remember what they I don't they remember are. what they were either. So I can't tell you how accurate they were. But let's talk. Um, Goldust and Stardust won the tag team titles off the Usos. I think I predicted that. I think you did. Yeah, because I want to see that, and yeah. I did see that, and it was fucking. It was great. great. Um, Cody Rhodes is awesome as Stardust. I really like what yeah. he's doing. He just goes for it. Yeah, he's which is so really silly. Cool. He's just a silly guy. Yeah. Um, so they won the tag team titles. That's pretty big. Um, Sheamus and Cesaro, their match was really good. They had a really fucking awesome match, mm-hmm. but the ending was fucking shit. Yes, it was. They they started this spot where basically it was just the two of them reversing each other's moves one after another, and they're running the whole time, and it's really fast-paced. And you think, like, Cesaro's been in control for a lot of this match, so you think, like, he might win this title, And they haven't done shit with Cesaro in the past couple weeks. So I'm, like, really stoked. I'm thinking, shit, he's going to win this title. It's going to be fucking awesome. And then you think he's about to win it, and then Sheamus just comes through with one of his fucking brogue kick bullshit. Goddamn brogue kick. And then pins him, and then he wins. It was a great match, but it had a shit ending that ended way too quickly. Yeah, super abrupt. Yeah, it, it was just like, Cesaro's building momentum, building momentum, building momentum. Sheamus kicks him once, and now he's done. Yeah. It was fucked up. So... I'm excited to see the program that evolves from that match, but the match itself had a shit ending. Yes, um, Rusev versus Mark Henry. We all think Mark Henry's going to win. Y'all thought he was. He started... Can we talk about how <laughs> fucking impacted he was by Rosa Mendez singing the National Anthem? Oh, my God. Because he was weeping like I've never seen a grown man weep before Yeah, in if life. you have access to the WWE Network or if or you can YouTube. find it on YouTube, look up Mark Henry crying during the National Anthem at Night of Champions because he looks a <laughs> mixture of sad touched constipated constipated very angry very angry disappointed in him disappointed for himself for crying yes <laughs> there was like a point for like the first Maybe minute and a half of the national anthem, he's just weeping. And then it's a lot of him like weeping and then composing himself and like making a lot of faces like, yeah. we're not going to do this like, anymore. Squeeze man. those last tears out, you Mark. Got this man. Squeeze got those last fucking tears yeah, out. Yeah, be a man. Now. Yeah. And so and it's just it's, crying more. If you want to see Mark Henry have an emotional struggle, watch that. He lost the match. He lost the match. Um, tapped out to the accolade. So they're really pushing Rusev. I'm thinking because Big Show talked to him. They did a spot where Big Show talked to Mark Henry before the match. Right. Pretty sure Big Show's going to try to fight Rusev next, and that's going to be the big feud. Yay. Because it started with Jack Thwaga, and then it went to Mark Henry. Does Jack Swagger have a lisp? Or I do think so. prefer to say it that way? I think he has a lisp. That's, like, been a thing since he, like, debuted. Like, there were signs that said Jack Thwagga. <laughs> so I think he had a little bit of a lisp when he <laughs> first came in, at least. I like that. Um... And then they I don't know if this is like chronologically right, but they also announced that Roman Reigns would not be fighting Seth Rollins as he was supposed to. Yep. Because he had a hernia Reigns. surgery. Yep. Um which made us immediately start trying to figure out who he was going to fight. I yeah, and like we both knew it was we both be knew. Dean Ambrose. Yes. But then we tried to figure out where Dean Ambrose has been for so long. Yeah. And I looked it up, he's shooting a movie. Um, um what movie? Uh, The Marine (laughs) 7. The Marine 7, really? Because I had heard that he was doing his own one-man version, written, directed, and starring just him of The Outsiders. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. (laughs) Yeah, and if you don't imagine Dean Ambrose talking to himself, calling himself Pony Boy, (laughs) then you're not living. That was funny. That was fun. That was great. Um, (laughs) But he came back. He just showed up in a cab, which was weird. Yeah, I like to think that that was his own cab. (laughs) (laughs) he has his own driver and everything yeah i thought the driver at first was gonna fight him i thought he was in the in the seat and like the driver was looking at the camera directly and i was like that's weird and then (laughs) dean ambrose just pops out and i'm like oh okay i didn't even notice the driver yeah the driver just pops up and he stops and he looks directly at the camera with a smile on his face like a pro yeah and i'm just like come on man um but yeah they fight they fight quite a bit and then that ends um aj who won the divas title I don't remember. aj won the divas title because Paige tapped out to the oh that's the right black widow yeah um fucking miz won the intercontinental title in some bullshit pero but <laughs> the next night on raw dolph ziggler won it back oh really i didn't watch raw Oh, I didn't. That's right. I'm over it. Cool. Yeah, I didn't see the match. I fell asleep this morning while I was watching it, mm-hmm. and then I woke up and Dolph Ziggler had the title, and I was like, sweet. <laughs> All is right in the universe. Um, so Dolph Ziggler's title title holder again, which is cool, because fuck the Miz. Um, fuck him good. Yeah, he's the worst, dude. And I guess the only match left would be the WWE World Heavyweight Channel match, which was a lot like the first one between John Cena and Brock Lesnar, yeah. um, with Brock Lesnar just beating the shit out of John Cena, except John Cena had a little more offense this time, actually did four... looked um, like he was going to win. It looked like he was going to win. He did four... I'm going to call him an FU, because... Yes, because that's what they are. That's what they are. They're not this fucking attitude adjustment bullshit. <laughs> Hit him with the AA, which is just stupid, because I think Alcoholics Anonymous every time. Mm-hmm. I don't think attitude adjustment... Um, but he's going for the pin and it looks like he's about to beat Brock Lesnar and Seth Rollins comes in and hits him with the briefcase John Cena's disqualified and then he gets Cena out of the ring it looks like he's going to cash in Like the announcer announces that he's cashing in his money in the bank and he goes up to the ring, John Cena stops him and chases him away so that didn't happen. But for like a good two minutes of that pay-per-view, I got really fucking excited. I I was, I just had my hands covering my mouth for like a number of minutes. Yeah. And then he curb stomps Brock Lesnar too. And I'm like, shit, he's going to win the fucking title off Brock Lesnar. Mm-hmm. And it didn't happen, which was unfortunate. Brock Lesnar still the champion. Wasn't it raw last night? So I don't know. We have an absentee champion right now Yay for a little while. But that was Night of Champions. It's pretty average. There are a couple really good matches, but storylines right now are pretty goddamn weak because we're minus a CM Punk. We're minus a Daniel Bryan. Now we're minus a Roman Reigns. They're just losing all their top talent, which is a good thing in a way because I really want to see Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins go up to main event status. Yes, that would be awesome. Also, if, like, this group of people in NXT could come up soon, that would be awesome. Too. Yeah, it would be really cool. I'd be down for that. Um, also, we might be able to say g- goodbye to Great Khali soon. Yeah? Because TNA has signed their first Indian wrestler. Really? Yeah. What about Sanjay Dutt? Is he not Indian? I don't think he's actually Indian. Hmm. Okay. Okay. We got... Three minutes till we got to go. Okay. So we could, we could pause this thing and talk about punchline for a few minutes when we get back, or we can end it now. Um, Well, it's going to be late getting to bigs anyway, so it's going up tonight. So let's just pause it. Let's pause it. We are going to go to class. Um, What class are you going to? Energy and fucking sustainability. Nice. Took a quiz this morning, got a 90. Fucking A. Killer. Didn't buy the book. Just going off of my brain. Nice. Got a 40 on the last one. Less nice. He drops one, though, so we're good. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I'm just going to see how far, how long I can go without actually buying the book. <laughs> yeah, me too. I'm doing that very. in my orchestration class, and I think I have to actually buy the book because I've, I've now missed two homework assignments. <laughs> yeah, I definitely have to. But... I'm going to that. What class are you going to? I'm going to Sound Design and Synthesis. Ooh. going to we'll make s- some electronic is, sounds, uh, yeah. Ah, uh, yeah, boy. All right, well, it's going to seem like we left, but it's really not going to seem like we left, because we're just going to come right back in right about now. They maybe did. They might have. I don't know. It depends on all on your editing skills. M- my, editing, my editing skills are fucking tight. Then I'm just not going it. to do anything. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll put like a nice crossfade in there. There will be no digital clicks. Good. Uh, how, you, how was class? It was alright. It was, uh... We talked about combustion and, and climate change. And that was fun. Was it? No. No. Um... It was depressing. Mainly. Yeah. Um... Apparently by 2030, there's estimated to be no glaciers in Glacier National Park. Awesome. Awesome. Right? So that's going to happen in our lifetimes. Honestly, I'm really glad then that I used to go to Glacier every summer. I think we should get on going to Glacier right now. Yes, we should. And get all the glacier we can. Dude, I'm trying to camp so much. Dude, me too. This summer we got to camp like every day. There's still time for us to camp. Yeah. Like, we should camp before let's, it's too late. Yeah, we should. Like, before the winter hits? Indeed. Okay. Well, we should get on that soon, then. Yeah. Um, I never have time. Oh, fuck. Never have time. Um, so, yeah. Let's talk about some Punchline, man. Let's do it. Uh, where do you want to start? Um, you know, I will start by saying how I got into Punchline, I guess. Okay. Um. I, th- you got me into them. Yep. Um, I did. I think probably around the time I met you, um, maybe even as early as high school, it's possible, but I really started to get into them probably like a year ago. Um, I had listened to, no, I guess it was like more like last summer cause you had that action, uh, on vinyl. Right. And the like seven year reassure or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah and that's the first album I really got into. I was like listening to it. I was like, God damn, it's guitar parts are really cool. Yeah. Um, and then just like gained a, a better appreciation for him from there. Um, went to just say, yes, I borrowed that from you, the CD, listen to that in my car. And then from there we moved into this place and I got into, um, delightfully pleased and 37 everywhere. Are both really 37 everywhere is incredible. 37 everywhere is ridiculous. Yeah, um, probably my favorite album. Um, (coughs) Although listening to "Just Say Yes" just now, I really like that one a lot too. Yeah, "Just Say Yes" is probably my favorite. It's really good. I feel like I needed. I I played the shit out of that album, Mm -hmm. so I think I wore it out a little too much when i first listened to it and i didn't like it as much and then i like heard 37 everywhere and i was like oh yeah so that kind of threw me onto the 37 everywhere train mm. and then um that that album was really fucking good um but just say yes ghosty is probably one of my favorite songs yes um like in general yeah, it's fucking amazing. <laughs> I still haven't ever reversed that one section right after the chorus. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. But I'm gonna do that probably today. <laughs> yeah, you should tell me and figure out what it says. I'm gonna finally know what it says. Cool. Yeah. Um, but that's just a ballsy ass song. I love the chorus. The chorus is really good. Mm-hmm. Um, what else is on that record? Caller tens on there. On 37 Everywhere? Yeah, right. What have you already said? Um, Just Ghosty. Just Ghosty is not on 37 Everywhere. It's not. No, that's on... Oh, Just Say Yes, you're right. Um, Sorry. It's okay. Um, Get Off My Train. Get Off My Train is great. It's dope. The other Piano Man's really fucking good, though. Yes, it is. Um, I think, actually... Um, I'm a big maybe I'm wrong fan I'm a big My White Collar Shirt fan yeah, I was gonna say My White Collar Shirt is really good Um, that whole album is really really good it's a different kind of punchline I feel yeah like. it's like softer punchline yeah, yeah 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 Um, and then 37 Everywhere is like hardcore mm-hmm. love it Um, what's the first song on that on 37 Everywhere yeah it's Flashlight Flashlight that's what that, the one with Anthony Ranieri yeah yeah um that song's fucking awesome too <laughs> they have really good intros to their albums. only punchline song that ever says shit oh yeah and he doesn't even say it he does not anthony says it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's awesome um and then caller 10 i really love the bridge of that song yeah they're like really like spacey yeah like the guitars sound kind of like springs. Uh huh. Yeah, they definitely do. <laughs> um, I just love that line. Presents them both with thirty sevens. That's in collar ten, isn't it? Yeah, it yeah, is. That's in the, yeah. That whole bridge is really good. Um. That ends with uh. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's the song right before that? Right before Exactly. Is that is, They Are Strong Hands? Yes. That song is awesome. It that's is. That's dedicated to Bayside's drummer. It is. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, those are my favorites, probably. Um, three favorite albums would be 37 Everywhere, Just Say Yes, and probably Action, because that's what I came in on. I really like Delightfully Please, too, though. I do, too. My. Favorite song is on Delightfully Pleased. Um, but my favorite record of theirs is Just Say Yes, probably. Your favorite song is The Reinventor, right? Mm. Yeah, that is a good one. I think I've asked you why that's your favorite before. It's just fucking tight. It's good. It's yeah. just so good. The drums are amazing. Yeah. The guitar part's really cool. I, like, I'm like. i big into the lyrics at yeah. this current moment in my life. <laughs> um, Yeah, it's... I don't know. I think my favorite on that album is the last song. Yeah, the one that like has all the like homages to yeah. other songs mm-hmm. on it. I love that. But I've I've been I've become a really big fan of uh Coyotes <laughs> and B major. I fucking love that song. <laughs> it's awesome, dude. Have I you watched that video? I think so. You, you should know. watch that video. Yeah. I'm gonna probably go on a music video spree here pretty soon. Yeah, i I was thinking the same thing. Yeah. We got YouTube on the PlayStation. I don't know why we don't do it. I don't either, man. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know what what is. So, what you said your favorite album is Just say yes. It is. Why? It well, it was it like I got into them right like r- immediately after Thirty Seven Everywhere came out mm-hmm. because of my brother, um, and then my freshman year of high school. I got dumped like late September and then Just Say Yes came out in like November um right after actually Shudder by Bayside Uh but yeah so those two records together like linked for me Uh and like very important to me in the history of those bands very cool (laughs) um yeah, so Punchline's really good. You should check him out. <laughs> <laughs> we did it. We talked about Punchline. We did it. We promised we would do it, and we did it. That's follow-through, and that is progress. Yeah, we had to break the podcast up a little bit, but you know what? I'm yeah. fine with We that. may not have come back as strong as we started. We definitely did not. I do apologize for that. Yeah, sorry guys, but it takes a little bit out of you. Doing things. I just realized how exhausted I am from standing in the sun at your car for 20 minutes. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so exhausted. I'm I'm sure my neck is sunburned. Guys, we got a long walk. I I (sighs) bought a fucking distant parking pass, so we have to walk a good amount of walking to get to class now. Which I'm not looking forward to in the wintertime. I am not at all. But, But I'm also not interested at all in buying a parking pass. Yeah, no i don't know um i might see if i can upgrade mine to an s&b though and not have to pay yeah i like to think that they, that you can upgrade and that they'll play beyonce's upgrade you when you ask really yeah i think they will too at the university police station probably i went in there once to buy a parking ticket once to buy a parking ticket and park to buy a parking ticket yeah parking permit <laughs> Um, they look like Beyonce fans. Was the end of that story. So you yeah. could have not interrupted me. and We would have been done much sooner. Yeah, but. for sure. Um, what did you watch last night again? Um, oh Jesus, the On the Run documentary from HBO Go or HBO Go, HBO, um, HBO. It's HBO Go. That's the theme song. That is the they song they play that. before every video. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's just the. On, just like a video of the um, on the run tour show in Paris. Oh, in Paris. Yeah. Yeah. Jay-Z loves Paris. He loves Paris. He loves Paris. <laughs> Living large. How was it? Um, I watched the first hour of it because it's two and a half hours long. That's too long. That's outrageous. But it was an incredible experience. <laughs> like, it's so just. Outrageous. Like, I can't even comprehend the kind of, like, lights and just choreography and music that, like, it's all has to be perfectly timed. It's crazy. Yeah. So, it's just a headache to watch. <laughs> it's a spectacle. Yeah, definitely. How much do you think it costs them to do that? Millions. Millions of dollars. Tens of millions. That's terrifying. But they made hundreds of millions. Holy shit. Yes. They just... Jay Z's one entrepreneur, I tell you. Yeah, man. That's cool. I've never been you know, I think Beyonce's great. She's she's very talented. Uh huh. Incredibly um, talented. Great voice, great dancer. Um and she's good looking. But I don't give two shits about her music, honestly. That's fun. I mean I know it's I mean, it's definitely just not for me. But and it's crazy how much success she got. I never expected it, because I guess I've never really been a big fan of her. Mm-hmm. So that's cool. Good for you, Beyoncé. Yeah, I'm always just like taken aback by like how free of structure her songs are. They're yeah. so just like, I'm going to say some shit, <laughs> probably going to turn some dudes on, and it's going to be sung fucking immaculately, yeah. and we're all just going to be okay with it. Yeah, that's pretty much it. What was that one song that you showed me the video for? Um, she was playing it last night when we... Oh, a fucking uh, Flawless. Was it Flawless? I think so. Was it the "Bad Down Bitches song? Mm-mm. Oh. It was... Oh. Something about love. I don't oh, know. Love on Top? That she just does like eight key changes? I don't know. Maybe. Because that's also a ridiculous thing she does. Is just, sing, just keep singing higher and higher. huh drunk in love okay yeah is that a song yes okay honestly i don't know why i didn't think of that one first song is weird as shit weird as shit like scary how hot it is (laughs) (laughs) it's very uh yeah it's it's an experience i encourage you to watch the string of videos that came out for her most recent record yeah yeah i don't know if i can I'll try. <laughs> I'll try. I'm not saying you have to. I'm no, just yeah. saying I would encourage it. Yeah. I Maybe I will. I mean, I'll watch it just for the film aspect of it. If it might be good. I watched Kanye West's Runaway, so why wouldn't I watch this? It's actually remarkably similar to Runaway. Really? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I saw the one video. The Drunken Love one? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, there's some good ones. There's some weird-as-shit ones. (laughs) There's one that just, like... They're, like, pure black silhouettes dancing. But they're, like, shiny. So it's, like, black body paint or something. I can't... I don't know, but it's scary. (laughs) It's weird. And I don't like it. Yeah, that'll... mm Mm-mm. Okay. Oh, it's a good stretch. Well, you want to wrap this bad boy up? Fine. Fine. (laughs) Fine. Um... Let's set some goals. <laughs> <laughs> okay. First goal, Eric eats a dick. <laughs> okay, your goals that you wanted to set? Um we should get that new theme song in. Okay, yep, definitely. Um I'll do that tonight what we'll have a new theme song for you next um i know ivy is working on a logo yes she is so we'll have a new logo so maybe we can get on fucking i don't know if we'll have it this week but it is coming cool i'm cool with whatever (laughs) um and next week we hopefully won't have class and have to break up the episode so this uh this one's done 14's in the bag I think connor died he's not talking anymore i'm, I'm resetting okay welcome to monday night Raw. <laughs> god damn it colbot someone uh, smack the colbot smack it um we're gonna leave you with a rendition of dolph ziggler's theme song <laughs> okay do you want to start or do you want me to you start it I'm here to show up, I'm here to show oh, wow. up.
1: Hi, I'm Biggs. I'm here to tell you about the wonderful opportunities afforded to you by subscribing to all the wonderful podcasts here at the Not Safer Network. Subscribe to Montucky Skies at montuckyskies.blogspot.com and you can find a career in woodworking, mechanic, or TVVCR repair. Subscribe to We Had a Good Life at WeHadAgoodLife.com and you'll discover opportunities such as cobbler, fire and brimstone layer, or advanced lifeguard technician. Subscribe to Shooting the Shit Show at shootingtheshitshow.blogspot.com and you'll love the prospects available in the field of cell phone sales, dragon grooming, or masters of the custodial arts. Subscribe to Real Roulette at Real Roulette with Zach and, and you'll be awed by the chances to spread your wings in dot matrix printer sales, do-it-yourself manual writer, or subservient satanic minion. Subscribe to Box Office Battle at boxofficebattle.blogspot.com and explore the magnificent fields of farmhand personal assistant, snake oil salesman, or professional couch surfer. And don't forget to sharpen your workplace skills with the new podcast that's debatable coming soon. The Not Safer Network is dedicated to help you find that shiny new job that you never knew you wanted.